Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically, to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg. And welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how are you doing today, bro? I'm good. Okay, I'm trying not to um, repeat the same the, the same sentence I said in the past couple of weeks on the intro. <laughs> but other than that, we're doing okay. He just came back from the grocery store. Yeah. Um, it's packed on Sunday, man. You can't. It's bumper to bumper traffic at the uh, grocery store. It's chaotic. That's why I like going late at night when there's less people there. Like I'm probably not going to go until around 8 p.m. You know what's weird there? Like I would not be I would not mind to stay in line for like uh let's say like there's a cleat there's a pair of cleats I wanna get and everyone wants to get it. I don't mind staying in line for that. But yeah, I go to grocery stores, man, it's just I can't stay <laughs> get anxiety attacks just staying in line and watching people. Yo, you know what's been irking me lately is those um self checkout lines. Every time I go to the grocery store, I like to do my self-checkout because that way, like, I don't have to talk to nobody. But then every time I scan something, it says, put the item in the bag, and I do it. And it says, you took an item out of the bag. I'm like, I didn't do that. Now I got to wait for help. Now I got to talk to people, explain my situation. I should have just done normal checkout to begin with. No, I go straight to the person. You know, I know the interaction is going to be brief, but that's okay. You know what's worse when you go to grocery stores? Too? Like people start judging you and the food. You the people next to you start judging you on the, <laughs> the, the food. Like one guy said, "Oh my god! Like I've never seen so much vegetable." <laughs> it was like, <laughs> "Wait, what?" And I started looking around at other people's um, other people's grocery, and it, it's just junk. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, what oh, you realize. My like maybe my diet isn't that bad. I was you know? like, "Wow." I feel empowered right now. Like I got some greens on my stuff. (laughs) Well, let's get into today's topic. We got a very interesting one. And it's one that a lot of players, I feel like, want to learn more about, but they don't want to ask anyone. Today, we're talking about if sex before competition, so a practice or a game, can affect your performance. Mm. Um, So, Berg, what... Why are we tackling this topic, and what do you think are well, some of the most? It's points? been it's been going. This topic has been going on for ages, man. Ages. We're talking about since ancient Greece, um, when you just just people want to know how sex gonna affect their performance if they think sex gonna you know change you know how their vertical jump or their striking power, or whatever. They they want to stay away from that. And coaches had uh, you know they had bought into this idea of sex impeding performance some coaches have thought some 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 coaches have thought um listen let's have you guys abstain from sex the night before because they think not having sex the night before create um frustration which translate into being aggressive on a pitch or on a ring whatever sports you play and they can use that for for competitive advantage there's even a myth. There's some myth that people <laughs> people used to think when you when you ejaculate the, ejac- the ejaculation just deplete your testosterone level, 
<laughs> and, that, <laughs> and they thought this would affect your performance because you have less testosterone now. It's, it's, it's preposterous, really. But, you know, it's, it's, that's how it is. Yeah, and it's, well, it's, it's with good intention, trying to get it, an advantage. And it sounds preposterous to us, but you know, to a young football player, you know, it it could make sense, right? And especially with the um the thought of aggression, right? Because <clears throat> a lot of the times, people always think more aggression is good, and a lot of coaches think more aggression is good, right? But let's say you take a player like Sergio Ramos, right? Mm-hmm. Is more aggression necessarily good for him? Um, you know, depends. Ooh, it depends. Need, it yeah. depends. See? But in in general, he's a pretty brash player. Player, whereas more, I guess, timid players. You know, maybe that can that can really impact that. But let's get a little bit into the research. Does it actually impact your performance at all on the field? I don't. I don't. From from I I went through a systematic review. I went through like a review of a systematic review. Uh, and those are like the top tier in in evidence, in evidence based recommendational practice. So, it, the reality is, it, it has not been shown to reduce your performance at all. Like there was, that's what the systematic review conclude. Like it, and they also say there's not enough, you know, like evidence to to support that sexual activity before uh, before a game actually negate your performance but they also did say that there's there still need to be more research to be done mm-hmm. on the area and yeah. so in conclusion no it, it doesn't really really impact your performance that much and when we say it doesn't negatively impact we mean you're on the field physical performance um it's very hard to measure um technical performance or things like in in that aspect but um, when it comes to strictly physical performance, so running fast, jumping high, mm-hmm. uh, lifting a lot of weights, right now there's no evidence right now that says that it negatively impacts that. There, um, there's even there's even a, one of the article I read. They they ran an experiment with eight eight people, but they weren't soccer players. But we can use we can use that experiment to infer um, some, some. We can we can use that experiment to make some. Um, to, to interpret I mean and, and see how it applies to soccer players so they had they had eight athletes um, one did yoga before the game the next day another one did um, you know they had them perform sexual activity before and then one did not do any any sex before the night so that that was the that was the three groups and what they found, they couldn't, and then they measured their for performance. What they were measuring, they were measuring um, vertical jump. They were measuring aerobic capacity. They were measuring, let's see, what was else? Why else were they measuring? Yes, they were measuring um, reaction time. So you know, you can see how that that can apply to performance on a soccer pitch. So then, at the end of the experiment, you know, they found out they couldn't find any everyone's stats from the performance um, data, they were about the same. They could not find statistically uh, a difference between the three groups. But, you know, what they did find as a potential benefit for sex before competition is a a, a reduction of your (laughs) systolic blood pressure. 
And they said by every 2% of um, what they call the term it, like, I'm butchering the term, but they said 2% of satisfaction in you know, your orgasm, whatever. I don't know how they're measuring that. I think it's subjective. But they said the higher it is, the... <laughs> The high, the, the the more your blood pressure, your systolic blood pressure get reduced. Now, how does that affect performance? I haven't really dug into it, but that's it. Really, yeah. That's so, it. and that study was pretty comprehensive in the fact that they had heart rate sensors. They were taking blood pressures the entire time. Uh, very comprehensive, and even at that level, that was the only impact they can they found on a physical level. Now soccer isn't entirely just a physical game. You also have technical, um, tactical, and psychological um, inside of our game. And it could have an impact on some players psychologically, um, especially if you're, you know, sometimes you read these stories of these professional teams, um, managers saying no sex, you know, you're staying in the team hotel the entire time. Sometimes players have habits and they can either be real or they can be manufactured. Whereas, you know, they can have a habit saying, I need to have sex the night before the game for me to play at my best. And I mean, I haven't dug too much into the psychological research, but I think that could actually be, be a true factor, not necessarily the, the sexual intercourse, but more so the thought of that happening in your head. You know, if you, if you kind of go through with that, maybe your mind is more ready, more primed, more relaxed going into the game. Let, let's stay on that for a bit. Just do when you say that, but when I, I start thinking about just how much would a guy be frustrated that he didn't have sex the night before competition? Like, are we talking, like, how much will he be deprived of if he didn't have sex before competition? Like, if he abstained from sex for, like, let's say a month and he's, like, sexually frustrated, I can understand that. But the night before, <laughs> really, like, this, this, this is what I mean. Like, how are they measuring this in, in the research? And that's why maybe there needs to be more research on that. Because it's not just, um, like you said, you know, it's not just, you know, the, the, the sex part. It's everything that comes with the sex. For example, some, you know, some guys might be losing sleep, you know, because, you know, they, you know, they, you, when you're having sex, you have to, let's say the guy is single, for example. Now you have to, like, pursue that. You have to do a little bit of work before you get to say, and I'm, I'm not talking about the, the celebrities who, you know, can't find girl easy, but let's say you were like average Joe, right? And you, you know, semi pro and um, you're thinking about sex before game. Now you, there might be some work that you have to put to get sex before game. And that entails going out, partying, drinking, and staying up late before you, you get to the, to the prize. So what does that mean? Yes, sex before you might have the sex, but there's also also other factors like staying up late, alcohol and whatever else or drugs that you might have done like that night before. Maybe those ones are the ones that could impact and not could. It will impact your game the next day. Now you got guys like Ronaldinho used to like party late at night before before his game, 2 a.m. seeing in... (laughs) club party so i don't think sex is the culprit here i don't believe that i think everything that come up with the sex especially if you staying up late at night just to get to the sex part that lack of sleep might might be the factor that impacts your performance yeah and i think those factors are more so why 
you know, managers and coaches saying, hey, stay in the team hotel. Don't go outside doing no funny business out there because that way they're keeping all of that out. And even if their minds, they're attributing it to no sex, it's more of you're just controlling the overall environment, controlling what comes in, what comes out. So that way the next day your team is physically prepared to go. Yeah. And even if, let's say, let's go with the, uh, on the other hand of the spectrum where, you know, let's say there has been a lot of research and they have found that sex before competition does negatively impact performance. Now, now you have to look into the studying now. How is this done? Like, and how long before the car, how far along in the competition? And not what, what, what I'm saying is, what's the threshold? Like, how far along you have to have sex before the competition where you get those negative impact? Is it like eight hours before? Is it like five hours before? Is it like 24 hours? Like, which is it? You know, it's, that's, that's the thing with those studies. It's, it's complicated. Yeah, and there's, there's so much variation when it comes to things like this that it's truly hard to find uh, or even accomplish research in this area because of that. You know, there's, there's so many different avenues to explore, whereas it, it has to come to a point saying, is it even worth it to go down each avenue when we know that what we're reading right now is saying that it's really not the culprit and the things we can control, you know, are the alcohol, the drugs, the sleep. Maybe we should focus on that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Berg, anything else for today? No, that's it, man. It's just the, the, in conclusion, man. Um, the research have shown that it doesn't really negatively impact your performance. And that performance, what they were measuring is vertical jump, reaction time, aerobic capacity, that kind of stuff. But uh, if, you know, you're going to engage in sex before a game, you have to make sure that, you know, it's not like late at night where you're not getting enough sleep because you're staying up <laughs> late in the pursuit of, you know, conquest. Or you're not mixing that with alcohol and, and drugs. Because those are the ones that's going to impact your performance the next day. But it be that as it may be, there still need to be more research in this area. Yes, sir. I agree with that 100%. Um, I would say just take a look at your lifestyle in general. Because um, these are all lifestyle issues, in my opinion. And make sure you're doing what you need to do to be at your best on game day. That's it. Short one today. All right. See you all next week. Peace. That was short.